Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we talk about flagpoles or whatever. In Spider-Man 3, one of the greatest editors of our time at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. I'm Niall McGowan from Bat Minute. And being paid 50 bucks to be here, it is me, John Parker of Batman. You got 50 bucks? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and what a deal it was. What a deal. Uh, you guys told as, me it was, uh, I was get credit for this. What, what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give you a rebate. Um, oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> today we are talking about minute thirty-nine, which starts with uh, Eddie complimenting Jonah's yellow shirt, and uh, ends with uh, Eddie uh, complimenting uh, Jonah's legacy as an editor. Is, oh boy! Yeah. Is there any way now minute. to yeah. like look at a yellow shirt now and not think of Dwight Schrute? Like that's yeah, my instant go to. It's like it's like I that's like your true. shirt. It's like it's a Dwight Schrute shirt. Like I said, that's yeah. that's his look. Uh, you just call it that. You, you you're doing a shrute. Was that on TV yet? That was on TV by by this point, right? I the feel remake? like it. Yeah, yeah. Early two thousand. I'll go look it up. I think it was like yeah. two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand five. I don't maybe? know whether we would have had it. It didn't seem mm. to become a big thing here for years nobody cared yeah. like, oh the american one I'm well, yeah i mean i think i think you guys were just like collectively dismissing it and then like which fair yeah, yeah. and then like uh, five seasons in you were just like all right it obviously there's something yeah with mm. something's let's, different now let's check this I out think that's and then, and then I think, it's around season five i think most people will start getting yeah. into it mm. yeah so, yeah so it'd been uh, out for two years at this point because it came out in march 2005 okay, uh, okay. in the states oh, yeah let's yeah. say i, I drastically so maybe it preferred already dwighty <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was Slightly already shirty. full-blown dwighty yeah dwighty shirty gross. Uh, dwighty shirty gross uh <laughs> god i i'm we've been saying it all week but i just love how smarmy topher is in this yeah. role like this this crap about the shirt it's so good it's also <laughs> again it's Everything he says pretty much in here, so it seems premeditated. Yeah. Like, it's like you go in, mm-hmm. compliment his shirt, and then you try to – he's probably got everything – when he comes out with his little speech towards the end about, like, a, a girl I, I intend to marry. Like, even this little pause is probably premeditated, like, to make it look more emotional yeah. than he's actually right. – He's practiced like, that in a, the mirror a hundred times. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's got this yes. speech memorized because he knows, like, if I say these exact things to him, then that'll – the, the like a girl I tend to marry will get his heartstrings, and then if I say like, "Hey, the, you know, to work for J. Jonah Jameson," that's just gonna bowl him over, and so, <laughs> and it does <laughs> right in there. <laughs> yeah, because clearly, I mean, you know, mm. uh, what did you call it, Scott? Uh, people driven entirely by ego. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, it's just it's funny though the fact that it it isn't working up until he he bothers him up like he says like the greatest uh, newspaper editor of our time because when he's doing all the other stuff like 
Yeah. Jonas is not giving him the time of day. <laughs> well, he does. He does though. He gives him his, the time of the day when he when he compliments his shirt. He 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 takes the photo and then gives it to Robbie and goes, "He likes my shirt." Like it's, <laughs> a, yeah. it's obviously working a little bit. Um, it's so, so transparent, but it works. It's insane. Yeah, I, think he's, I mean, I don't. I don't think Jonah minds that it's transparent. He doesn't. Like, I mean, his whole thing is like he he threatens people into respecting him. So. If if this guy is transparently like not really complimenting him, I don't think I don't think Jonah would care uh or maybe even be fully aware of it. Like I I, I don't know that he sees the difference between yeah. uh fake fake compliments and cuz they're still just compliments. Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> I could see him thinking that. Definitely. He it's irrelevant yeah. to him as long as someone's sucking up to him. Mm. I think that's, I right, think yeah. he's a little bamboozled as well because I guess usually the security around his office is like much tighter. So he was in the middle of a rant, and all of a sudden this this guy's just in front of him. There's a weird smell in the room, and now some guys who's like he's just <laughs> hand them something, and he's just like, "Oh, I like your shirt." He's like, I like, "He likes my shirt." Like he's just a little kind of like, "What the hell is happening here? Like how does this right. how does this asshole get into my office?" <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I do love his maneuver to get into the office. Like at the end of yesterday's minute, where he just kind of like goes sideways and does a little turn to like mock Betty on his way in. He's such a dick. Well, and he, <laughs> and, he, and he does it to like avoid. He's like, "Hey, I didn't touch the door, so that means that's fair game, I guess." Like he made it. <laughs> he made it like a little like floor is lava game, like where it's like <laughs> if I don't touch the door, you know, <laughs> it's fine. The worst. Um. Yeah. It's, and he says, "Yeah, <laughs> sorry." He says before the shirt line. He says, uh, uh, "Can I just say I really like that shirt?" Here, it's the crane accident. It shows him the the photo, and he says, "Check out the light source." And I'm I'm just sitting here like the sun. You mean the, the sun? sun? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up, Brock. Like, that, no, but to me that's perfect. <laughs> You're trash. To me that's perfect because as you see throughout the rest of the movie, I don't think he really knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh no, he's totally no. he's totally talking out of his he's ass. Talking crap. When he just starts yeah. when he just, just starts rambling about what photography is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he has no idea what he's talking about. He's just he's just saying like photography like keywords yeah, like just to make it them. sound like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. They're all the most yeah. obvious things. And the first things you would think of if you thought about what makes a good uh, photo. Mm. You're like, well, this, yeah. that, yeah. yes, okay. Lighting, composition, obviously, uh, drama, uh, <laughs> not uh, flagpoles or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I think that's my favorite line of the whole movie because it's just so. Oh yeah, why is it? Like, it's it's such an odd thing for him to be like. It's not about like, sorry flagpoles or whatever. Like <laughs> as if this was what Peter Parker's entire career was based on was climbing a flagpole. <laughs> he does it every shot. Well, well, but the thing about so it cool. that I think is I think is really interesting uh, is that like. Technically speaking, Peter is doing what you're supposed to be doing as a news, like a journalist photographer, <laughs> which is like, get the shot. Like, it doesn't need to be perfect. You're getting the shot mm-hmm. because it's news. Like, mm. that's your job. You're not a, yeah. a studio photographer. It really feels like Eddie Brock should be a small town photographer who, like, invites girls back to his house to take, like, modeling yeah 
photography oh, pictures like oh. he's that sleazy guy but then also he gets like side gigs like taking senior photos yeah, and stuff yeah. like <laughs> that's what he should be doing he should not be a, 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 a photo journalist that doesn't really make any sense maybe that's what he's been right. doing maybe. on the side and this is him making that leap oh. yeah it's, maybe yeah it's kind of he's shooting his shot he's like yeah i got this it's, it's kind of interesting as well though that like because we're talking, you know, this version of Eddie Brock is very much like he's the the dark mirror version of Peter Parker. So there is a kind yeah. of, you know, the yin-yang thing. But there also has to be commonality. So we're saying like, oh, Eddie's clearly pre-prepared everything he's going to say. And this is all rehearsed in his mind. And yet, when, you know, he says, oh, I didn't see you there. Peter immediately comes out with a pre-prepared lie of like, oh. A very cl- rehearsed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flag, yeah. Uh, climbed a flag. Almost fell off a flagpole. Like that kind of thing. Like he was... If anyone asks any questions, this is what I got. So there is a little bit like, oh, these guys are like two two different sides of the same coin in that in that regard as well. Yeah, yeah. I almost imagine Peter like practicing his uh, explanation. Like every time he goes to the bugle, like in the elevator on the way up, he's like, okay, how am I going to say I was able to get the shot this time? Oh yeah, okay, flap. Oh good, yeah, great job, Pete. Yeah, flagpole, <laughs> that's good. You know, like. Because he's not flustered at all when Brock asks him. He's just very confidently a little too a little too proud of himself. Yeah. The recurring theme here. Uh-huh. Uh, just very confidently, like, <laughs> climbed up a flat. It's a little, like, how do you explain, like, later on, it's getting that one of Spider-Man lifting up, like, two motorbikes and stuff. He's like, holy crap. He'd be just running away from that as, far, as fast as possible. Yeah. Why is Eddie so dismissive of... Uh, climbing a flagpole to get a shot anyway i don't understand he seems to think it's a ludicrous stupid thing that everyone will find hilarious why maybe this there's a slight bit of kind of like it is maybe he recognizes it as a thing of like oh this is what proper photojournalists do so he's kind of he's got a little hint of jealousy maybe he was just like yeah. oh so yeah this is what he's doing to get his shots <laughs> like he's got a very dismissive tone to it or something but yeah. Well, I, I think I, it's more of just like, like, why, why the hell would you do that? I, I, I got a perfectly good shot on the ground. Like, why would you bother doing that? Like, it, it, it boggles his mind that someone would work harder, not smarter. Mm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. That he's like, yeah. Why would you put effort in? What's wrong with <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, Spider Man's <laughs> gonna come to you. Yeah, I also feel like no matter what Peter said, no matter how legitimate it was, he would try to make fun of it because of this pissing contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's just like, <laughs> uh, photography isn't about uh, what uh, three-point lighting. Yeah, no. Uh, it's- <laughs> <laughs> I also- photography isn't about, no offense, having proper equipment or whatever. <laughs> it's about... <laughs> I do wonder as well, like, initially, because when he says, like, you know, I didn't see you there, and then he's like, oh, nearly fell off a flagpole. He has a flagpole. Like, I do wonder if there's a little bit of, like, I, you know, it, he can smell he can smell a rat himself because yeah. much he is like mm. Peter Parker. He's like, oh, there's a guy, you know, bull spits his way through life. So he can kind of see, yeah. he's like, I see you. Like, I know, flagpole, that doesn't sound very. He- and then kind of sells him, like, all right, well, we'll have flagpoles or whatever. <laughs> but I think he knows that it's he's- a bit strange. Like, mm. how did you get yeah. that shot up a flagpole? It sounds odd. But he doesn't suspect I mean, anything. It, like it, it actually, there's like a window into a slightly better way of doing the Eddie Brock story here because, like, it it would be it would be so much more interesting if Eddie, because he can see through BS because he's so used to BSing, that he figures out that Peter is Spider Man and blackmails him with the information. 
and Ooh. and then Peter, under the influence of the symbiote, just completely ruins this guy's life. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the thing when yeah. he does. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to spoil anything. But when he does um, get fired later in the movie, um, mm-hmm. I actually think it would be better if. I believe this might happen in the comics in a similar fashion to what I'm going to say. But I think it would be better if Eddie had been tricked into it being a fake story rather than he is faking it. Because him faking it, then he's just a jerk. Like, uh, like beyond what you've seen so far, he's just an absolute arse. Like you, you just, yeah. He doesn't deserve this job at all. But it tries to make you kind of feel sorry for him. Like, oh, it's all he's, he's saying, it's all I've got. You can't get me fired, blah, blah, blah. Uh, see, mm. I don't, I don't think it, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because I really just don't like this character, um, <laughs> uh, you know, by, by design, but like, I don't feel sorry for him at all. Well, I think he's problem. getting exactly what he deserves. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah. and I feel like that's the point is, is that you're not supposed to feel sorry for him so that when he does become a villain, you hate him that much more. But he um, just seems, he seems too evil from minute one. I'd like it dialed back a little bit, and then there's a shift. But because he just seems like when he becomes Venom, he's kind of just the same. <laughs> there's not much different about him, but he's got a big mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of like he was always Venom. Uh, and and I I don't know. I I personally I like that, but um, I could see it the yeah. other way as well. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I think, he's, I think it, he, either either way it would have been strengthened by your suggestion, Scott. That like if we didn't introduce him in the horrible way he is but if we had him like living in the same building as peter parker uh you know with his own police radio trying to get in on the scoop and find the scene where he can take good pictures and stuff like that right that we could have like been with that character longer even if he is like crappy the whole time we would have a stronger like emotional connection to him when the bad stuff happens later on yeah Mm -hmm. like the the whole story might have again it's that thing about the breathing room that was cut out of this film but specifically that switch i think would help just that we have a reason to see him more because yeah, it, it doesn't it, when it happens it doesn't feel tragic or anything it just feels like natural yeah. like well this is kind of the way he would go anyway okay <laughs> mm. yeah. Mm. yeah yeah i don't i don't mind that though that's good again because I've, I've i've met people like this <laughs> this eddie brock where they are they are just assholes <laughs> like i'm sure like oh, yeah. everyone's got their you know they're in the complexities and stuff so you know the the people I'm seeing a service level like oh they're just complete dicks I've obviously got other sides to them and whatnot yeah, but yeah. I can totally accept it it's like no this guy's he's just a dick he's just a <laughs> narcissistic pillock and yet when he turns into Venom it, yeah it, it was as if he was all, he was just waiting for the suit to come everything right. else was was, yeah. was already in place yeah, that's quite a good way of looking right. at it <laughs> yeah I have a weird I don't, I don't know if it, it counts as like a, a legitimate question because like, I know why this gap of logic occurs because of how they made the movies. And I forgive these gaps of logic because I don't care. Um, but I feel like people might ask us about it if we don't bring it up, which is that it, the way this scene is being presented to us this week, this is the first time anybody in the Bugle has met Eddie Brock because he's trying except to, like, get it. Except for Robbie. Robbie's like, you hired him last week, remember? Mm-hmm. I don't know who this dumb kid is. But in the first film they reference Eddie Brock. Oh, right. Because because when um when Jonah like our, our introduction to J. Jonah Jameson, uh he's he's pissed that nobody can get a good shot of Spider Man, um, the the new hero that's out there doing weird stuff. 
like Robbie has a line where he says, Eddie's been on it for weeks. We can barely get a glimpse of him. Mm. Oh. Um, Although, so, this is hmm. Edward Brock Jr. So you never know. Okay. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Eddie was, was his father. I was, Eddie was his father. I was okay. going to suggest right. that. Right. And then before I spoke, though, it dawned on me. But wouldn't wouldn't they still know who he is if the, his father has worked for them? Surely that's like an in. He said Edward Brock Jr. Okay. That, you know, like a bit of nepotism. Well, he like, would get a job in there quite easily. Well, yeah. Hey, maybe not in Jonah's I, paper, I though. don't know. I don't, I don't think, other than his own son, I don't think Jonah is uh, on the nepotism train at all. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that would be a guarantee for a job even remotely. Mm. Yeah, maybe with other people. It could have been yeah. even... Like yeah. even Jonah's response to like, oh, Eddie's been on for weeks in the first movie. He could have been thinking, who the hell is Eddie? Like, I don't, do, right. do I know this Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> Did I fire that guy? Uh, yeah. yeah, like. It's like all oh, these, or, these are all just faces coming into Jonah's office. Just like, as long as I get, just get me pictures of Spider-Man. Like, just. <laughs> or, or perhaps this is confirmation that this entire trilogy happens over the, over the course of about 10 days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Do you, is there concrete uh, evidence for how long you know he's between the movies not, in, in the text it's not no, really not really no no concrete nothing nothing obviously mm. a little bit of time passes but um, could, be five, like weeks, could of, be five years i don't know <laughs> yeah it's like the career yeah. of mary jane's just like up and down <laughs> it's like that's a, that's a tumultuous couple of months <laughs> it's like yeah i mean we know we know that like bare minimum there's about six months between spider-man and spider-man 2 bare minimum because mm-hmm. uh, uh spider-man uh, the first spider-man ends on black friday uh day after thanksgiving uh, and Spider-Man 2 starts in the spring, um, mm. which is uh, Peter's birthday. Ah. So mm-hmm. we know minimum of six months between the first and the second one. And we can't really pinpoint between the second one and this one. Uh, we've seen a year uh, claimed mm. that is, is the is the span. I, I, I feel like... I don't know if I trust that. I don't that, know if but... I trust that. I, I feel like it's, again, probably another like... I don't know, three to six months. It would be my guess, but um, it's got to be a little bit of time sure. because he's like Peter's character mm. has changed a little bit, as as we said earlier in the week. He's become quite cocky and you know up himself. He he seems to have an inflated ego, not not like to an insane degree. It's like a realistic inflated right, right. ego where he's he's buying the hype a little bit, and I don't think that would mm. happen in the course mm. of a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right, right. Plus, actually, yeah, in the next right. minute, doesn't Robbie say Peter's been there for years as well? Right. Or maybe I'm missing Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Um, but years is much... technically, you know, two years. So. Two yeah, could be two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, uh, ooh, my, now my brain's not working the way it used to. There is, like, uh, concrete evidence of the time jump between the first and second movies, though, right? That's at least a couple of years, right? Am I crazy? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I just but know like, that it it's, could be... it's minimum six months, but beyond that, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Here's question mark. If it yeah. is all within like 10 weeks, though, it, like, it really adds up to that line Peter has of like, where do these guys come from? When like, right. he fights the same man. <laughs> it's like, holy crap, this year has been crazy. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had, That's pretty great. I had a financial question. Right, 50 okay. bucks oh. for the picture. 
is oh, it's nothing. That's junk. That's, that's insane. That's, that's fucking garbage. Garbage. Yeah, yeah. It's it, that's 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 junk pay. Um, yeah. He he should be getting paid a minimum of like a grand for that photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I I tried to look up Peter... average pay for like a, a photo in New York, which was crazy to yeah. find information on. The minimum yeah. I found was like four hundred dollars. <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a front page like cover story photo, so that's yeah. that's got to be a grand, got to be. Yeah, because doesn't uh, uh, Peter Peter gets like a couple hundred or something, and we went on about how like he's getting shafted. <laughs> yeah. So like, 50. yeah, in the first movie, yeah, yeah, fifty dollars yeah. is uh, is highway robbery. Um, but but I I also I I love the the character detail of that. Eddie Brock has one photo that he's brought in very confidently on its own. He's just holding the photo and he just hands it off. Mm. And that's how he's carrying it around because he only has, he's chosen the photo. This is it. This is the photo. Mm. Here it is. Mm. And Mm -hmm. Peter has like a little manila envelope, like (laughs) full of like multiple photos because he's just like, I mean, I don't know which one they're going to like the best. I better bring all of them. And I just, (laughs) I love that as like a, as just like a perfect uh, uh, summing up of like the differences between these two characters. It's all in how you sell it. Uh It's like a a confidence barometer, you know, like, like, I'm not, not quite sure myself versus, oh yeah, this is, I got the goods. Here's the. Well, and it really, it, it also, it also cements the fact that like, you know, despite uh, Peter taking offense to the things that Eddie Brock is saying about him as a photographer, Eddie's not technically wrong. I mean, he's <laughs> we, we've talked about this before. Peter's not a good photographer. Uh, like, and he, and he shouldn't be. Like, why would he be a good photographer? He's never shown any interest in photography. <laughs> like, yeah, he was taking photos for the school newspaper, but like, right. he's a science guy, not a photographer. Like, I like that's an excellent there's point. Not really, anything that makes sense about this. And even in the comics, he wasn't a photographer. He was just taking pictures of Spider-Man because it was easy for him. Mm. Yeah, he's the only one who can. Yeah, it's so, easy money. Yeah. Uh, I've never considered <laughs> yeah. that. That's a good point. He has no interest in it outside of this one specific thing he's doing. Yeah, because it's easy money. Because he needs to have he needs to have a way to earn an income that doesn't take much time off his hands. Mm. Yeah. Um. And and so like this is <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, well, I know, right? <laughs> this is <laughs> this is uh, this is very easy for him. And so like the fact that like he brings all of these photos is because he one he doesn't know what makes a good photo at all. And so mm-hmm. he just brings everything that he got take because <laughs> well, I mean, they could want any of these. I don't know. One of them will be good. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think Brock accepts the fifty dollar like rate because he's like independently wealthy or something? Like he's got a trust fund and he's not worried about actually earning a living. That's just all BS. He's feeding Jonah about oh, there's a girl I want. I really want a staff job. It's all about like mm. trying to be somebody. Well, I mean, obviously uh, his his dad's big hotshot photographer Ed, Edward Brock Senior. Uh, oh, so yes. like he of course yeah, he's Eddie Brock Senior. freaking loads of money in he that. He seems household. like a rich kid, doesn't he though? But I don't know if that's what it he is does as a bit. such. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just adding to his desperation. Yeah. As a character, okay. you know? I think it's just meant to add that to that. He's fine with 50. Yeah, mm, that he'll yeah. just take whatever. Plus uh, it helps yeah. him get it helps him get in and uh, you know, get one right. over Peter. 
because right, you know, right. he he'll take any it's money. Cheaper. He doesn't care yeah. as long as he gets in and he gets that job and he gets the regular work. Yeah, he knows yeah. the pay will right. come eventually. Right, he's like a union scab. Yeah, you know? right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is, isn't he? Mm. But again, it's, it's also yeah. kind of like this is a guy who's read up on like how to win this situation. So like, accept the first thing he, he tells you, accept it enthusiastically. And then once you're in there, you can start raking up your prices and yeah. stuff. And then you start flipping over the guy. Like, it seems like it's like, no matter what Jonah told him, he was giving him, he would have been like, yes, thank you, Jonah. Like he, again, yeah, right. he, he just needs to get his foot in the door basically. Yeah. It makes him look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he got his foot in the door and then got another assignment. So, yeah. yeah. God. It works. He, he got what he wanted. Yeah. I love uh <laughs> I love Toby's face as Eddie Brock is doing his uh I got a crazy little dream about, you know, a girl I want to marry or whatever. It's just he the side eye he's giving him the only thing I can think of is um that bit in Wayne's World when they have the uh, get a load of this guy cam. <laughs> it's like yes. He's just He's like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> it's just a look, but it makes me laugh. Same as like uh, uh, Elizabeth Banks, like licking her thumb to flick through all the photos mm. of Peter Pratt. Like, <laughs> it is just like everybody else can see can see Eddie for what he is. Like Peter knows everything he's coming out with is like bullplot. Like he's just like, oh my god, that's like this whole contrived crap. He's he's trying mm-hmm. to feed him, and then yeah, of course, like Jonah's just like he's in his own little world. And Betty's just like, oh, God, Eddie's here doing his usual spiel. Like, she's heard him. She's had him outside him probably delivering. Could even have been the same exact speech. Like, to try to get the door right. in the door to Jonah. And she's like, oh, God, I've heard this already. Like, and, you know, it, it, it's, everyone knows that this guy is a grifter. Yeah. And, you know, whatnot. And, but still, the only, all he has to do game. is just slip a little bit of a compliment into Jonah and all of a sudden he gets the he gets the go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. <laughs> I hate him so much. And it's it's played so well. I this this just all this stuff just works so well. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very fun section of the film. Mm. It's where you just watch it go and you're like, yeah, all of the <laughs> that's a quick connection. All the wheels been, are turning properly. So this is like four episodes in now. This is again how reviled this movie is, but like spent all the time doing nothing, nothing but praising it up and down has been like, yeah, everything in these minutes is perfect. <laughs> I maintain it's largely great. I, I had fun yeah. from yeah. minute one. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really fun movie. I mean, I think it's the I think it's the the lesser of the three films, but I don't think by a large margin, honestly. Mm. No, it's I, just I'm a lot of stuff I would have liked to. It's all just like I would have liked to have seen more of things. Yeah, it's like right. The things you've got yeah. here is like this is it's okay. Maybe it's a little yeah, like like you said, Scott, it's a little bloated. But right. there is like, for example, like I remember going in because my familiarity with the symbiote storyline was the animated series, and of course that went on for like. Mm-hmm. 12 odd episodes or something like that it was huge it was three it was three, it was three, three. Episodes. Okay. <laughs> right. yeah yeah i know as a, as a as a kid we remember it being much longer it is three i recently rewatched it it is only three episodes <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i remember like i was going and prepared for like you're gonna get to see you know a big screen proper version of like things that you know in the show were well done but it's still kind of ridiculous of like you know you can't escape me i'll haunt you to the end of the earth like all this right peter right. going proper crazy and stuff and then i was really looking forward to like, even that's the show you in the trailer of him trying to tear off the suit and i was like that's gonna be such a 
like an intense scene of this thing sticking to him. He won't be able to get it off. And then you see it in the movie. It's like it's over very quickly. It's just sort of like yep, zip, zip, zip through. And yeah. then mm-hmm. it's like we need you to get a lot on. of comedy dork mm-hmm. black suit Peter. You get a snippet of like how bad he could get. And then it's right. That's that over with and move on to the next thing. Yeah. And yeah. then it's just, like, it just feels like I would have liked, even at the end, I would have appreciated like a, well, a great visual of when he's got the symbiote trapped and it just grows up into this thing. Like <gasps> that's amazing. A scene of Peter trying to fight that just the symbiote by itself would have been amazing. But it's like, no, we just you get that shot and you get a little right. snippet of it and then we're done. And it's like, ah, uh-huh. oh, come on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> well, and I, and you know, and I love, I love Topher Grace in this, and I, and I, and I like the idea of what they're doing here with the anti Peter Parker. Um, I wish they had leaned on it a little harder. I don't, yeah. I don't think they go quite as hard on it as I, I, as I wish they had. Um, and you know, obviously, there's there's things that they could have done that would have been uh, different and and interesting. Like they could have had if they had gone with like if they had abandoned the anti Peter Parker take on the character and they had done like the same kind of like sleazy Eddie Brock character, but like had him maybe like older or like maybe dating like Betty instead of having Gwen Stacy in the movie. Cool. You know, there's ways that you could have tightened this up that it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have felt so bloated you know and i mean in that case you could have even uh rehired uh hank azaria for uh eddie brock because that's <laughs> that's who voiced him in the fox cartoon was hank azaria oh yeah. wait really yeah i didn't know that oh yeah that's hank azaria yeah um wow. playing uh, eddie brock and venom yeah in the fox cartoon Makes sense. yeah but uh i get a totally seen like hank azaria in a role like that um like this yeah. this kind of take on eddie brock but like a little older but, but if you're going to have it be nega Peter or anti-Peter, yeah. it, it probably, it, it would have been nice to establish that even more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As we've, yeah. as we've talked about it. a lot, like, I think, I think if you really would have hammered that home more, I think people wouldn't have as large of an issue with this interpretation. I think the problem is that they, they almost made it too subtle, weirdly. Um, and pretty much nothing else is subtle in the whole yeah, film. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. But for some reason, that Nega Peter uh, idea is very subtle and and too subtle. I, they really they really should have like hammered it harder. Well, yeah, shouldn't that be uh, the whole point of this version of the character? Really? Right. Right. That should yeah. be everything. That's why. That's why I really wanted. I I really like my idea of him living in the same apartment building with. Peter, like just living in another apartment, but like he pays his rent on time, you know, but like mm. <laughs> it's, he's just like he, everything that Peter does, he is the opposite. Yeah. Um, which yeah. means mm-hmm. he is more responsible, but also he's a dirtbag, you know? <laughs> That'd be perfect. Cause, you know, just being a responsible person who pays their rent doesn't make you a good person. Right. Mm. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, that's um, what the, like the, just made me think of that bit in Seven when they're just talking about like when they find the bo- the body of Sloth and they're just like oh. yeah this model tenant the rent was always paid on time and I was like you literally <laughs> had like the devil in, in there for Christ's sake the devil pays his rent I do have the note the question about like how did Eddie beat beat Peter there when Peter like web slinged there like I'm I'm surprised by that but I'm I'm assuming it had something to do with the um the development of their uh, their film 
uh, oh, yeah. is the thing that uh, hung hung up Peter versus well, and also Peter Peter developed multiple photos and and yeah. uh, there you go. Eddie only did one, so yeah. that I guess. yeah. Is, is it the same day as the accident? It would have to be. Right? Yeah, he's wearing the so. same clothes. Eddie is okay. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess that's yeah. not a guarantee, but I would assume so. <laughs> this was still the era where you had digital cameras, but a lot of people were still, you know, using proper real cameras. Well, that was the only way to get the kinds of shots that they were going for. Because yeah. digital cameras back then were terrible. They were pretty, pretty yeah. low quality, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't get yeah, a decent yeah. photo for a newspaper. The type of shot that you could blow up, like crop in right, on, right. like you couldn't get that resolution off no. of a digital no. camera. No, you basically like if it was any bigger than the than the the the, the, the like the little uh, screen on the back of the camera, yeah. it would look terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. well, what a change. It wouldn't surprise me as well though, if you found out that like Eddie actually had like he has a van that has a dark room in, in the back, and he's essentially living in there as well. Like that's his life. Was like, <laughs> I could buy that. He's got a dark room. He he dyes his hair in the same sink. He develops the photos in and stuff. <laughs> See, that's the that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of like character stuff that I wish that was in here. Like I wish we yeah. got to know this guy a little bit more. Like I want to know who is he when he's not around people. Because yeah. that was the big yeah. thing with Eddie Brock in the comics. Was that like. You would get scenes of him alone in his sleazy apartment that, like, had no electricity and, like, empty pizza boxes and fast food wrappers all over the place. Like, he lived in a in a crop hole. I mean, he did, you know? Like, it was mm-hmm. – that's why he was so desperate to make money, so desperate that he was willing to make up stories just to get paid. Yeah. Because he was obviously desperate. Look at the slums he was living in. You know, and if we got a little bit more of that with him, um, I I think it could only improve his character arc. Mm. Yeah, I love that van idea. Cause the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because then he's he's always beating Peter. Like Peter can get around the city faster than anyone, but he can't develop photos faster than Eddie Brock. Yeah, right? and yeah, and I could totally oh, buy man. this guy essentially living in his car. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, as you say, like he's. he's <laughs> clearly desperate for this job and you don't you don't know why does he just want to prove yeah. himself as a photographer because that doesn't really come across why I mean, is just this for character ego. desperate it's just for ego well it it's completely could be, it could ego be driven you know I would like he a little bit to, more um, again, yeah again this is just my how I would like it I would like this take on it where you know you do sympathize with him a little bit more I'm not saying you think he's a nice guy but you're like well I can see where he's coming mm-hmm. from he really needs this job. He's, he's got right. nothing else going on. He's just a jerk. Right. <laughs> like, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. No, there's ways to go with it. It's just, I, it's, I, I guess it's just one of the things that it feels disappointing is that people completely write out, write off this take. Mm-hmm. And when so much of it works so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that it's almost shorthand for like, oh yeah, a bad version of Venom. What about <laughs> Topher Grace and Spider-Man 3? It's like, no, no, no. This is, yeah, it's legitimate. It's a legitimate take. It's legit. It just it's a solid it, take. It needed more, if anything, mm. which isn't his <laughs> yeah. fault, mm-hmm. right? That's not his. Definitely fault. not his fault. No. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I would love. I would love nothing more than to talk to Topher Grace about his take on this character. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I did see a thing recently, though. I think on Twitter he got like lightly defensive about it or something. Like, I think someone posted something about like the oh now we got like the, the real. 
version of Venom oh. from like you know with the Tom Hardy movie or something. And I remember Topher Grace did pop up and like, excuse me, like, what, what are you trying to say? Hey, like, <laughs> yeah, kind of slightly uh, humorously defensive kind of spin on it of like, like, hey, what do you mean real? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's more. I think he's he's just trying to like not. Uh, I don't know. Like I listen to his podcast that he has a new podcast where he does like random things with a friend. Uh, where they don't know what the weird thing they're going to do is until they record the episode and because his producer sets it up. So he did one where he and a friend got hooked up to lie detector tests and they had to answer personal questions. And one of the questions that she asked him was like, uh, do you think your like, uh, Venom was like better than Tom Hardy's Venom? And he's like, no, no, absolutely not. And he it said he was telling the truth and all that. And he, he was like very congratulatory of Tom Hardy. It didn't take... A, a lot of the episode up obviously mm. but i it almost gives me that like ryan reynolds feeling of like i did this role and everybody like clowned on it so like i'll make a little fun of it too even though i don't think the work they did was bad or deserved that kind yeah. of yeah yeah i think that's the only way to deal with it really though isn't it because you just right. you just go mad with anger <laughs> if you yeah. thought i've done great what the hell are you talking about you need to be a little oh, right. bit uh Accepting. It could also be like yeah. in in his head though. He's just like, oh, like the, the his version of Venom, like the the symbiote Eddie Brock cocktail was better. But my Eddie Brock was better than Tom Hardy's. Like because that's what he's playing for most of the movie. Like I was Eddie Brock for the majority of that film, yeah, and I got yeah. to do this little bit of Venom at the end. So maybe yeah. internally he's like, oh yeah, that stuff at the end I don't care about, but the rest of it was gold. You know? Yeah, I don't know if if any listeners have a a. a connection to Topher Grace hit us up we would we would like to I mean we know he does podcasting now so yeah it's not entirely impossible it's true he seems like the kind of person who well, probably would just randomly go you know what I'm going to appear on this strange podcast I've never heard of yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Grace we are local uh, yeah yeah we're in LA we're in LA so uh, anyway we'll set it up uh, and if you've still got a copy of your uh, your prequel edit uh, we'd be into watching that as well we would uh, love to watch it anyway 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's enough for today yeah probably. I think so I think so uh, so uh, thanks everybody for listening if you're gonna be uh, buying anything on Amazon anytime uh, soon uh, make sure that you uh, check out our Amazon affiliate link duelinggenre.com slash Amazon use that link anytime you buy anything from Amazon and we'll get a little cut of Amazon's profits doesn't cost you anything but it does earn us a little scratch uh, we, we appreciate everyone who's already doing that. And if you haven't yet, all you do is you just go to that link and then you shop on Amazon as you normally would, and we'll get uh, a little piece of the pie. Uh, so just, uh, you know, replace your Amazon bookmark with duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. And, uh, that's it. It's as easy as that. You're done. So we appreciate everyone who, uh, who will uh, go out of their way to do that. And, uh, we'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week with minute 40. Bye everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.